Hey friends, welcome back to the Love Your People Well podcast. We are talking today about how to have happy relationships. And I know that sounds pretty good to you because it definitely sounds pretty good to me. And the thing specifically that we're going to be digging into today is how to handle our unmet expectations of the people that we care about. How to handle those unmet expectations by making sure that we are realistic about what we expect from ourselves and from other people and about how we handle it when those expectations go unmet. So that is what we are digging into today, the need for realistic expectations of yourself and others. I know that this will be a really helpful conversation because as a counselor, I have seen so many people walk through the door dealing with some sort of struggle whether that's anxiety or depression or sometimes fear and worry, or maybe that's specifically a relationship struggle. They are disappointed, they're discouraged, they're having conflict in their relationship because of unmet expectations. And the majority of the time, friends, when we dig down a little bit deeper, those expectations were not met in part because they were unrealistic because we put our husband up on a pedestal or because we believed the lie that if I just pray hard enough, God will give me everything I'm asking for, or we're feeling anxious and let down in ourselves because we were setting a goal of perfection, which was just not possible. When our expectations are unrealistic, it's inevitable, my friends, that they will not be met. And when that happens, if we don't handle that Well, if we handle that with frustration and anger and complaining rather than with grace, well, now we are creating a recipe for disaster and we don't want that to happen. So that, my friends, is why we are talking today about our expectations of ourselves and others so that we can have happier and healthier relationships. All right, friends, let's jump in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Do you ever feel like life is kind of stuck on autopilot? I know that you're busy. Our family lives get so overwhelming so quickly that sometimes we just start doing what's easiest instead of what's best. Sometimes we get stuck in a rut and things aren't bad, but they're not great either. And my friend, if you are in a season like this, I want to invite you to sign up today for a free resource that is gonna move you out of the rut. This free resource is five tools every busy mom needs to move her family from autopilot to intimacy, the Relationship Reset free five-day email course. In just five days, you're gonna get a simple, a short and sweet email every day with a worksheet you can download and an under five minute video from me with encouragement and with practical training in five tools that you can use today and you can also pull them out in the future 
five tools that are going to move you from autopilot, stuck in a rut, things aren't where you want them to be, toward intimacy, toward family relationships that are deep and purposeful and meaningful. My friend, this email course is free, it's straightforward, and it is for you. So check out the link in the show notes or just head online right now to loveyourpeoplewell.com backslash tools. Five tools every busy mom needs to move her family from autopilot to intimacy. The Relationship Reset free five-day email course. You can find it online today at loveyourpeoplewell.com backslash tools. Now, as we kick things off with this conversation, let me start with my usual disclaimer. I am a licensed therapist in South Carolina, but this podcast is not therapy. I don't know your personal situation. This is not personal or professional advice. It is educational and informational, and I hope it's also helpful. But I want us to have that in mind as we are moving forward. Okay, let's start with the question of why. Why is it that I would make the argument our expectations matter? There are three ways, my friends, that expectations impact us. They impact our emotions, they impact our thoughts, and they impact our actions. So let's break this down a little bit. If we think about this in regards to our marriage, right? What are we expecting from our husband? Hopefully when you got married, you went through premarital counseling, (laughs) whether you did or didn't. This is an issue that comes up all the time in marriage counseling is that we have expectations that we sometimes don't even realize are there. They're often unrealistic. And then when they wind up not getting met. Maybe we didn't communicate them well. Maybe it was impossible to to meet that expectation anyway. We wind up feeling disappointed in our spouse and sometimes even discouraged and fearful about our marriage. Our emotions are impacted. We're feeling anxious. We're feeling disappointed. Or on the flip side, when our expectations are met, we feel satisfied. We feel happy. We feel encouraged. Our expectations also impact our thoughts. If we stick with that example of our marriage relationship, and let's say we have this expectation of our husbands that they're going to be home every day at five o'clock on the dot, my friend, 502, mm -mm, that is too late. My dad was never late. Okay, now I'm getting into how we develop our expectations. What happened in our childhood, what's happened in our past, that all influences us. But let's work with this example. That might be an expectation that your husband comes home straight from work every day. He's walking through the door at five o'clock. If that is not happening, let's talk it. We'll talk in a minute about is that realistic and how we handle it if it is or isn't happening. But if that expectation goes unmet, maybe for a very valid reason, he runs into traffic, his phone battery died so he couldn't call you. He gets stuck in a late meeting. There's all sorts of reasons that expectation might not be met. But sometimes that will impact our thoughts. We wind up thinking, he doesn't care about me. He doesn't respect my time. He doesn't want to be home with the family. Now, we're not getting into, are any of those thoughts true? Or how do we handle those thoughts and challenge those thoughts? But what I hope we can see here is that that expectation that we have impacts how we feel and it impacts our thoughts. And it impacts in that third area in our actions. Because 
really these are all connected, right? Our emotions, our thoughts determine what we do. Do we then get frustrated and give our husband the silent treatment when he comes home because that expectation was not met? Do we um, give up on that expectation and just not pay any attention to when he comes home and have no consideration for how that impacts the family life and what our afternoon and evening routine looks like? Do we slam the door in his face when he comes home? (laughs) There's any number of ways we might respond to this unmet expectation, but we can see even in this simple and probably a little bit silly example, the impact that our expectations have on our emotions, our thoughts, and our actions. And we can apply this to every relationship in our life, my friends. We can apply it even to ourselves. If I think about myself right now, I am a stay-at-home mom with triplets who are in the super fun toddler years. (laughs) And if I have an expectation for myself that the kitchen and the bathrooms and the living room, they're all going to be spotless. Everything's going to be in its little home by the end of the day. The floor will be swept. Um, All the dishes will be put away. You know, if I have this really high expectation of the cleanliness of my home, let's be real, my friends, that expectation is not going to be met in this season of life. It is not the most realistic expectation, which means I am more likely to feel disappointed in myself, to start thinking, I'm not a very good mom, I'm not a very good wife, I can't handle this, and I'm more likely then for my actions to be impacted. I might go crazy with the cleaning and ignore my kids because, sorry guys, I'm dusting, or I might give up on it and just not take care of my home at all. I mean, there are any number of ways we might feel, think, or act but it will be impacted by the expectation that we set at the beginning. Let's talk about one more example here before we look at how to change that process and make sure our expectations are realistic and how we can handle it. If even when they're realistic, they might not be met all the time. First, let's consider our expectations of God. There are a lot of Christians who get really frustrated and really struggle in their intimacy with the Lord because we desperately want something and we pray for it, we ask for it, we are checking all the right boxes on our list of being a Christian, we're going to church, we're reading the Bible, we're praying, we genuinely can say that this thing we are wanting and hoping for is a good and holy thing and yet God is silent or God says no or God acts in some way that we don't understand, that we disagree with, I think we can see how this expectation of God is impacting our relationship with him, our emotional experience, our thoughts, and our actions. The reality is, friends, that we all have expectations, and they're not a problem. That's not a bad thing if we are realistic about them, and if we can handle it appropriately when those expectations are not met. So let's think together about how to have realistic expectations. The first step here is we need to be realistic. We need to understand our strengths and struggles. This is true for ourselves. I have talents, but I also have weaknesses. 
And this is true of our people. Our husbands, they have strengths and they have weaknesses. Our kids, they have strengths and they have struggles. And so if we understand who we are, who our people are, we know each other well enough then to have realistic expectations. I can expect that we can lean into those strengths, but I can also expect that those areas of struggle and weakness are going to impact what is realistic, what is possible in the relationship. And part of that, my friends, in knowing the strengths and struggles of ourselves and of our loved ones, part of that is remembering that we are human that our hearts are deceitful. We see that in Jeremiah chapter 17, that we are weak and fallen. And so even when our expectations are very realistic, sometimes we're going to fall short and sometimes those expectations will be unmet. That is a part of humanity in a fallen world. So we need to have all of this in mind when we think about what are our expectations of each other. The second area that we need to consider is, do we understand the reality of our current season of life? I gave the example before that I'm a stay-at-home mom right now with toddlers. And so the cleanliness of my home is not, the expectation cannot be what it was before we had kids. So you need to think about things like, are you working full-time or are you at home with the kids? Is your husband unemployed or does he have a job where he travels three days a week? Or is he a teacher on the school schedule? You know, what are the things that define the reality of your current season of life? Do you have a housekeeper or are you responsible for cleaning the house yourself? There's all sorts of areas, but we need to be realistic about what's going on in our life and in the lives of our loved ones so that we are setting realistic expectations. The third step that I would highlight here is we need to be willing and able to talk to our people. I need to have conversations with my husband so that we are on the same page about our expectations. If I'm expecting him home every day by five o'clock, he needs to know that. And I need to know, is that realistic with what his schedule looks like? Um, We need to have plans for how we're going to handle it when our expectations are not landing in the same place. And I know I gave an example earlier about premarital counseling and how a big part of that is trying to have conversations in advance about what we expect of each other, what we expect of the relationship of our marriage, of our family. But my friends, that, that conversation needs to continue. It is an ongoing thing because our seasons of life change. Our strengths, our struggles, our weaknesses sometimes change throughout the course of our life. And then all of this can help us set our expectations. Now, I've mentioned before in other episodes of this podcast, I'm a big fan of writing things down. You can go back uh, to episode, let me look at it, episode 29 (laughs) to hear some deeper thoughts on that. But I would strongly recommend as you're considering what are the strengths and struggles of myself, of my loved ones, what's the reality of our current season of life, as we're having conversations with our people, it is going to be really helpful to be able to clarify your expectations to the point where you can write them down. That's probably not going to happen for every possible expectation because a lot of them are kind of hidden in the, in the recesses of our mind. We're not even aware that we're expecting something. But the more that you can clarify it to the point of 
saying it out loud, writing it down on a piece of paper, the more likely it is that you will be able to evaluate, is this actually a realistic expectation? And the easier it will be to determine was it met or not met. So let's close out our conversation today with that part of the conversation because part of having happy relationships is having the realistic expectations. We don't want to get upset when things aren't working out when it was an impossible standard in the beginning. We also don't want to get frustrated and limit ourselves because we set our expectations unrealistically low. But we need to be prepared for how to handle it when our expectations go unmet. And that might happen because it was unrealistic, but trust me, it'll also happen even when it was the most reasonable expectation in the world because we are all broken and weak. We are all struggling through this world together. Only God, my friends, is perfect. And even he will probably not meet every expectation you have because we often want things that are actually not the best for us. We often think that we can predict and understand how God's going to act, what he's going to do. And then when he acts differently from that, our expectations are unmet. Not because there's something wrong with God, but because there was something wrong in our expectations. But especially when we think about our relationships with our family and even with ourselves, we need to be realistic about the fact that people are sometimes going to mess up. They're going to do things we don't like. They're going to act in ways that we were not expecting. And if we are prepared for that and we can handle that with grace, then we're going to protect the happiness, the intimacy of the relationship. So that is the piece we need to be prepared for. We have a few options. When we realize an expectation has gone unmet, when my husband gets home at 5.15 instead of at 5 p.m., to circle back to our example there, when that happens, we have a choice. We can grumble, we can complain about it, we can criticize, we can yell, we can get angry, we can get frustrated, or we can respond with grace. We can seek forgiveness and extend forgiveness. We can acknowledge our frustration or our hurt and our pain, our disappointment, and we can talk that through. We can be vulnerable with each other so that we come out on the other side, knowing each other better, possibly clarifying those expectations and drawing closer together rather than pushing each other apart. Now, clearly, the more realistic our expectations are, the more likely it is that they will be met. But even when they are totally realistic, we need to be ready and willing to extend grace to ourselves and to each other when we fall short of those expectations. We need to be aware of how our emotions are impacted. We need to be aware of how our thoughts are being shaped by what does or doesn't happen. And we need to be willing to look at our actions and our reactions so that we can respond to each other with forgiveness, with grace, with coming together to talk it through, to deal with it, rather than isolating ourselves or pushing the other person away. So my friend, I hope that these thoughts about what the impact is in our life of our expectations, as well as how to set realistic expectations, I hope this is making sense for you. 
And I would encourage you, if you are struggling in your family relationships right now, if you are not feeling particularly happy, particularly close to each other, particularly connected to each other, sign up today for the five tools every busy mom needs to move her family from autopilot to intimacy. There is a link in the show notes. This is a free five-day email course that will not just tell you what to do or something like that, but in 10 minutes a day, you'll be able to boost your own skills for assessing, figuring out what's going on and how do we move forward? How do we reconnect out of the rut that we've gotten stuck in with how we are interacting? Because a lot of times that happens because we had unrealistic expectations of each other or because those expectations have gone unmet. That's frustrating, it's disappointing, it can be discouraging unless we are willing to have those conversations and to show each other grace. My friend, I would love to hear your thoughts on this conversation. You can connect with me on Instagram. I would love to know what expectations you have in your for yourself, for your family, how you handle it when those expectations go unmet. But the main thing that I would encourage you to walk away with is to follow these steps, to think about your strengths, your struggles, the reality of your current season of life, to talk to your people, and to evaluate where your expectations are at today. Are they realistic? Can you verbalize them, write them down? Are they that clear? And are you able and willing to show grace when they go unmet? Because that grace is a huge protective factor in maintaining a happy and healthy relationship. All right, friend, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon. Hey friend, before you go, if this episode was helpful or encouraging for you, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a written review. It not only encourages me, it helps other women connect with this community. And you know what else? You have a chance right now to love your friends well. Copy the link to this episode and send it in a text to someone who you know needs to hear today's conversation. Or just take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories and tag me at loveyourpeoplewell.com.